Bible says the message of the cross is foolishness. 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 Foolishness to those that are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Well, guys, what is going on? This is Brian Sumner. We are back with the Foolishness Podcast, and God has been doing amazing things. I think we're about 110, 11, 12 episodes in. So many I just stopped counting and figured out for yourself. But the important thing is always the important thing, and that is that here I am in the kitchen studio. I invite guests on, and the goal is to open up God's word, is to let God speak, to encourage. So today I've got a good brother on, a good friend of mine. I've known each other for many years, decades, from way back in the skate realm. But he, first and foremost, is a believer, is a husband, is a father, but... He's an artist, he does murals, and he works with choppers. There's so much going on. So I know today is really going to encourage you. Why? Because the heart of this message is, how are there so many people sitting in churches who love God, who know the word, who are who would die for their faith, but they're still asking the question, what am I called to do? What am I meant to do? And as we get into this, you're going to realize there's really one thing we never have to ask God about, and that's living out the Great Commission. But the difference is, how do you do that? How has he gifted and equipped you? And as you'll see here today, yes, we're both skateboarders. Yes, we're both dads. Yes, we both love our spouses. But we're in very different worlds to some degree where God uses us. So Damon Luan, how are we doing, brother? What's going on with you? Oh, I'm doing awesome, man. <laughs> so stoked to be here. Well, you know, yes. I think I think you were over here, what, like about six months ago helping me and lay the wood on the <laughs> ramp. Your wife's always over connecting with my wife, the yeah. girls of yours, and that, that crazy farm and skate ramp you got in your backyard. So, yep. oh man, doing so good. Just, just staying busy with the family, staying mm. busy with with art, with painting, yep. and a little bit of skateboarding. Well, you know, even today, I mean, I'm always doing this for my kitchen. The family's kicked out, but guys, if you notice, if you're on YouTube, Damon is in front of about 200 <laughs> spray cans. And really why this is going to be powerful today is, as I said, we can trust the Lord, we can lean on Him, but I really wanted to pull out, how does the Holy Spirit lead individually? What does He do? Because Jesus said very specific things, okay? I came to seek and save that which was lost, that was His plan. But then as He's anointed by the Spirit, as He goes and does ministry for three and a half years, as He sends us out, He says, go into all the world, I'll never leave you or forsake you. What does that mean? It means he left us with the person of the Holy Spirit. And so for Damon, what I've seen is in marriage, in being a dad, in um, business opportunities, and really this season for you, I mean, you have stepped out with crazy faith. Are you 40 yet or no? 43. Okay, I'm 43, so we're right there. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Got a little bit more facial hair than me, but I (laughs) wanted to say all that to say, I have watched you um, trust and believe and honor God. And we even pray before this, you know, even in areas where we can step, not that you have or I have, mm-hmm. but if a person aims to honor God, he will redeem that, a business yeah. venture, an opportunity. So so where for you, if we're just connecting, would you start? I mean, where did you come to faith? How are you now, this artist? Because you're someone I would have go sit with any of my friends struggling to find their place yeah. and say, listen to what Damon's saying. Not just because they're going to get the word, but because they're going to hear how you trusted God. So where do we begin yeah. all this for you? Oh, man, I, I think for for me, this begins 18 years ago. Hmm. Um, 
when I was already a believer for about five years before that, mm-hmm. if not maybe a couple more than that. Yep. But 18 years ago is when it went from um, from this is what Christians do to, mm. man, I hear Holy Spirit telling me to do this. I hear Jesus telling me to do this. I hear mm-hmm. just, just, just in my, 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 my alone time with God and my time of reading the word and him actually coming a lot to me, you know, mm. like where this is no longer what my pastor's saying or what Christians are doing. This is what when I'm reading my Bible and listening to mm. God's voice. Okay, now I'm being spirit led, you know. Yeah. And I'm not saying that before that was bad, you know, like because I was a, I, I still consider myself a baby Christian, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, but but before that was, um, <laughs> I was going to church and um, and just listening and and worshiping just like everyone else. Mm. But again, like I said, I was I was out on the streets witnessing because this is what the church does. This is what mm. Christians do. I was mm-hmm. never like, like in my prayer time, God said, go over here or go over there. I was just going just mm-hmm. because that's what was right, you know? Mm-hmm. But then 18 <laughs> years ago, um, I was just in the back of the church on a worship night. They had a, a, a worship night for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the back of the church and something happened to me where I'm just like singing like normal. You know, I love worship. Mm-hmm. Worship is everything, by the way. It's not just singing. Yeah. This is this is worship right here. When I <laughs> when I'm skateboarding, when I'm painting, that's all worship. You know, it's all for God's glory. We'll get into that. Yeah. But at that time, I'm in the back of the room singing, and I don't know what happened. You know, it, it, it's it, like something came on me, and I just started crying. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just remember, like, just like feeling God's presence like I've never felt before, you know, and and I was like, what is this, you know, but it was awesome, but I didn't know what was going on because I'm crying. And um, and I remember one of my best friends at the time, he was a youth pastor there, and he came up to talk to me after, and um, mm. and I couldn't talk. And I was like, what is this? Like, this is weird, you know? <laughs> and um, like I said, like, I would spend a lot of time just in the Word and just reading mm. and after i realized it was when i was baptized with the holy spirit mm-hmm. you know and just just like just seeing stuff in the bible where just just um spiritual mm-hmm. gifts and stuff like that i was seeing this stuff but i wasn't seeing it in my life yeah and so i was like asking god for that stuff you know and i mm-hmm. wasn't seeing it in in the people i was hanging out with either or in my church i just wasn't seeing that stuff you know mm-hmm. and so um so god started just it just started happening outside of church for me and, um, and did he lay something on where you just felt okay? Because you're not saying just because 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 you know I'm Mister Teacher. Yeah. Damon's not saying something randomly happened and he's just like I have no clue. But it's what you were seeing in the Book of Acts, not yes. the day of Pentecost, where it's the first time we see the Holy Spirit given to the whole church. But this constant pouring out, him nudging, him moving the unction, yeah. almost like you've already been assigned your mission. But yeah. Damon, here's what I want you to do. Uh, and it's funny, I had an experience not so long ago where I literally was on a bike ride and some crazy emotional thing happened where God was just really laying his presence on me. And I get, yeah. you know, Paul Washer and that would preach, if you ever encounter God, you would drop dead and die. Yes, <laughs> Old Testament. But in the New yeah. Testament, we have the high priest Jesus. And now we've yeah. been given the Holy Spirit. We believe, we trust, but he's the one now who unctions and moves us. So, so for you, was it like, 
here's where I'm calling you to go? Or did you even know he was saying this yet? Or no, you were just like, no. wow, there's no, more. No, this, this was, yeah. this was, I didn't know what I was called for at that time. I just knew I loved art. I loved skateboarding. I loved working on cars and I mm. loved Jesus. And we didn't have, we didn't have kids at this time. And um, I was married already. Yeah. Um, been married 20 years now. What's up, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> he knew how long you guys have been married. Good. I had, had, maybe it's maybe it's I don't even know. Two thousand eight, yeah. yeah. whatever that is, June of two thousand eight. But um, two thousand two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Holy Spirit's not helping you out right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's yeah. okay. Um, but anyways, yeah. So at that time, hmm. like this was brand new to me, you know. So like, I I I was reading Acts at that time, you know, mm -hmm. and. And just really like wanting this stuff, and and then it just happened without me even, just mm. it just randomly happened, you know, not a random thing, but just Holy Spirit just came in, and like you said, like in the Book mm. of Acts, mm. and after that is I still didn't know, like my purpose, I didn't know my identity, but I, I didn't even know those words at the time, yeah, you know, like like yeah. I didn't even know that stuff at the time. I was still like I said, uh, I consider myself a baby Christian. But um, yeah, I just knew I loved God, and I knew that um, I just 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 wanted everything that had to do with Him, mm -hmm. you know. And so when this happened, is is like I said in my prayer time, or even just walking down the street, I started realizing that God's always speaking to us, you know. But it's sometimes mm -hmm. we're too busy to hear it. But mm -hmm. I just started I just started recognizing God's voice, you know. And it's not out loud. It's mm -hmm. not like I heard it while I'm just walking down the street. It's just a lot of times God's speaking to us and it sounds like our own thoughts. It sounds mm -hmm. like, like me just talking to myself. So a lot of times mm -hmm. people just like don't even pay attention to it because they don't know that, hey, God's trying to speak to mm -hmm. me right now, you know? And and now it comes in um in just certain things that I feel or certain things that I hear or certain things. I could just I see God and, and I hear him different mm -hmm. ways now, not just one way, but it's never yeah. out loud. You know, it's never like like I hear him speaking to me, but I and know. And some people have claimed that. Some people have said, I yeah. have audibly heard God. Yeah. But it's important, those who are listening here, because what Damon's saying is, it's like this impression where you think out the impression. Like, yeah. hey, I'm meant to do this. Like, I don't ever feel called to go to Africa. And if I suddenly yeah. start of feeling, yeah. you need to go to Africa and you go to Africa yeah. and Africa, I'm going to hear it like it's me. But yeah. I know it's not. I know it's distinct. Yeah. So you started feeling and realizing God is with me at all times. Meaning yeah. he's 24 hours at work. Yeah. In your life. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of times, a lot of times you learn his voice by taking risks, you know, like mm. if he says, Hey, go share the gospel with this person just randomly on the street. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to do that. You know, like, like, it's just like, I've been doing it for 15 years now and it never gets easy for me. Mm -hmm. You know, it never gets easy me on, on the streets, but, <laughs> but um, like you'll hear it and you'll hear God, so you hear the thought in your head and you're like, is that God? Is it me? I'm mm -hmm. not sure. Like, like you said about the African thing, I, I, I wouldn't want to go here, but I'm keep getting called here. I wouldn't want to go speak to this person, but I'm hearing in my head, go speak to this person. Yeah. I take the risk and I do it and I yeah. see what God does there. Mm -hmm. You know, then I'm like, okay, that was God. It just happens of yeah. taking risks every day and hearing his voice and then going and doing it. And okay, that was God. So when, when God speaks, it felt more like this. Then it did like that. And I just like little things here and there. 
But that's anyway. what he was showing you then. And then and then did he start directing? Because you were skating, and then suddenly you yeah. end up at was it Loser Machine, Obey, oh, yeah. and even helping at so, Reliance? Yeah, yeah this so, is prior to this, though, you're talking about. Yeah. This was prior to that. Yeah, this is when I was still at Mercedes Benz. I was a Mercedes Benz technician for 10 years. Hmm. And um, that's a super long story. But I feel like that's when my my journey with God began. You know, mm. before before the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I know I was saved. You know, like I you I had the I Holy saved. Spirit, but it wasn't yeah. like here's him, yeah, yeah. pouring out yeah, more. It, you know, but after that, like man, my life changed, and it's never like been the same. It's never slowed down. It's new every mm-hmm. day. You know, mm-hmm. like like it's just I just I, I I just want more and more, and I fall more and more in love with Him. But yeah. at the same time, like mm-hmm. like me and my family we're just fighting for purity right now like never mm-hmm. before and i just see god working in that you yeah. know like 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 purity and repentance and i see god answering prayers and i'm not saying like this is what you do for god to answer prayers i'm saying i see by us fighting for these two things like i see god working like mm-hmm. faster than he's ever had in in when i'm praying for people or just yeah. when god's doing something in our prayers you know it's 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 crazy you know and it is but, true um, what you're saying i was thinking this the other day God is sovereign, God loves us, his grace and mercy are upon us, but it tells you and me as husbands, based on the way we treat our wives, yeah. God is gonna hear our prayers or not. Totally. So it's like this magic formula, but it is in scripture. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not saying, yeah. cause I know all this is going on with you guys, but anyway, so you're hearing God all the more, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying fighting, for, I'm saying fighting for purity in everything, you know? Yeah. Like it's way beyond just like lustful thoughts or taking a second look. It's like in, yeah. every, every, in every thought, in yeah. every little thing I want, to be pure because I see what God's doing in, in us, you know, yeah. and I, and I'm doing it of course for my family, but also because there's like, I'm in the world every day. My job is in the streets. Yeah. So I want to see people set free. I want to see people saved. Yeah. And if I'm not living right, yeah, God's God can still do it, but he's not going to do it through me. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, you're not and, going and there just, intentionally, you're not seeking and yeah, listening in. Like, yeah. like, so we'll get into it, but this is my job is to be on the streets, loving people and if I'm not pure, and if mm. I'm not repenting, and if I'm not forgiving, then mm. like, God, there's just, I'm going to miss out. Like when I go anywhere, into any building, into any room, gas station, Starbucks, anywhere, my eyes are on God, yeah. and I'm just in communication with Him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always I'm always just, just talking to Jesus, and, yeah. and talking to Father, and talking to Holy Spirit, just <laughs> everywhere that I go, just being aware of my surroundings, because I know that if my eyes are on God, when I step into this gas station, his will's going to be done there. Mm-hmm. You know, if I go to the gas station just to get gas and I leave, if I go to Starbucks just to get coffee and I leave, if I go anywhere yeah. just to do something and, and, and not have my eyes on God and not be praying, then what's the point of me even going yeah. to that? What's the point of me being a Christian in this world? Yeah. Like, well, I'm supposed to be the light. I'm supposed to be the salt. Mm-hmm. And if I go places just to get stuff done, just to run errands, then people in that place who are struggling and need jesus yeah are going to meet him you know and they don't need you to walk in you're not really no. being the salt and the light and even when i was writing part of where we're going to go today one of the things i'll intro when i go speak somewhere is i'll say guys to this big youth conference recently on the east coast i said you know why are we still here yeah. why didn't god just take us so while you're at the mercedes place was he saying specific yeah. things or he was just beginning to use you to speak into people in the way you witnessed Oh man, he was like he was getting super specific, you know. Mm. But but me being selfish and prideful in the beginning, I mm-hmm. mean I still am, but in the beginning a lot more. 
Yeah. Um, so I'd go to work and I'd hear and I'd feel all these crappy things. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah. You know, and, and, and feeling like a failure, feeling like, like I'm just, just so many different things that I've never dealt with before. And yeah. this was the day after that, that, that worship night, mm-hmm. you know, this was the day after where I went to work and everything changed. And, um, I go to work and just, just feeling all this crap and, and it felt terrible and I hated it. And I'm trying to listen to messages to get rid of it. I'm trying to listen to worship songs and I'm just texting friends. Hey, pray for me. I don't know what's happening. Like it mm-hmm. felt like I was going crazy. Went out for four hours. I'm making this really quick. Yeah. But it went out for four hours. And, um, and then God says, Hey, Damon, not out loud, just yeah. communicating with God. <laughs> hey, Damon, like, why do you always make things about you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like all those stuff that I was feeling, I was making it about me because we all have circumstances and we all have struggles and we all have problems. But God is trusting us with information about people in the room so mm-hmm. we know how to fight for them. So Amen. we know how to intercede for them. So we know how to speak to them, not to fix them, not to judge them, but to say, oh, my gosh, like mm. I feel what that person is going through. Mm. It sucked. I know how to pray for them. I know how to speak to them. So God says, why are you making things about him? And I go, God, I'm so sorry. Who is this? Who is feeling like this so that I can go talk to them or so I can pray for them? And mm. he tells me his name. 120 guys in the, in the dealership. He tells mm. me his name. So I go over to him and <laughs> this is all new to me. You know, this is all brand new to me. I go over to him and I'm like, dude, he could tell I, something was weird or something was wrong because like I was just super emotional. I was like, what? Because I didn't know what's going on. And I just explained to him everything that happened that morning. Mm-hmm. Every feeling I went through, all for four hours, everything I went through, everything I did, and then and then I told him at the end, I said, like when God said, "Why do you always make things about you?" I said, "God, who is this that's feeling like this?" So I can pray for them, and I said, "It was you." Like He showed me, He told me your name, hmm. and that guy said, "Man, everything that you just said hmm. is what I go through every day for the last three years," and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like mm-hmm. I couldn't take this for four hours. Hmm. You know how do you like? Like, this is why Jesus came yeah. to set us free from yep. this, you know, and I got to share the gospel with him and I got <laughs> to pray with him. I didn't, I didn't feel like it was time to lead him to Christ. It wasn't like that. You know, it, I, like if Holy Spirit would have told me to, I would have done it. I didn't want to do it just because I thought it was right. You know, well, he but still just, knows who's speaking to him. You're talking about dude, the God of the Bible yeah, and, and, yeah. and God's saying, why is it always about you? I want people to hear, I want to, you know, I hope people get this when I'm saying this. I'm trying to pastor those who are listening so they hear this with understanding. And I'm also thinking about the critic's voice because does it sound like something God would say, Damon, why is it always about you? And did everything you just said sound like something a Christian should say? Because you are the priest in the car dealership. You are the ambassador. You're not trying to be pure enough to get to heaven to go, God, I made it. No, that that is not salvation. It's a free gift. But if you are walking to these places saying, Lord, use me and be focused on someone else. Man, if this guy is feeling this way, and I don't think anyone on the whole planet in that guy's life has ever gone up to him and said that. No. Let me say this, in a Mercedes dealership, in yeah. the bank, in the post office, while homeschooling. So, so you say this to him, and what does he say? I, like, I mean, <laughs> dude. Well, he's a believer now. You yeah, know, he's a believer now. <laughs> you know, but at the time he wasn't. Yeah. And, um, and so this was like, like I said, this was all new to me. But this was every day mm-hmm. for the last like year that I worked there. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been there for nine years at the time. 
the last year completely changed. I remember this. this. I remember you telling me this. I remember you saying, Brian, there's so much going on. God's getting a hold of me. And I want people to hear this is not some extra biblical book. Damon's not writing theology. (laughs) We're not opening up the canon. But but everyone from Billy Graham to, you know, Pastor Chuck Smith to authors to ministers to baseball coaches to everyone, people who say, I feel like the Lord is leading me or is showing me, it's all the Holy Spirit. The Bible's written. It doesn't go beyond that. That's the Spirit. Totally. But the Holy Spirit is still walking the earth. So yeah. so the last year, you start noticing this. Did yeah. the weight get lifted off you? Was it like he so, allowed yeah. you to feel this? Yeah. Yeah. So so when, when as soon as God says who, who it is, and then it's no longer about me. I'm not making it about me. I'm, I, I'm now seeing them, hmm. interceding for them, giving, surrendering it to Jesus. Amen. Then, then all of that stuff comes off of me. You know, it no longer feels like I'm going through this. Now yeah. it feels like like I get to fight for this person now, you know, and there's peace and then joy and all the fruits mm-hmm. come back because I'm no longer prideful and selfish. So <laughs> even though so we then, are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not I, I, at that second. At that second, I stopped making it about me, you know. And then so the next day, it's again, it's back, you know. Mm. And dude, with I mean, the next day I already forgot to make it about someone else, you know. I'm yeah. still making it about myself again. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, just fighting again. And then I just remember the next day after two hours, same thing, same conversation with God. And I say, God, who is this? Who is mm-hmm. feeling like this? Tells me the guy's name again. Mm-hmm. I go straight over to him. He's working on a car, 120 technicians around. He's working on a car. I go right up to him like, dude, like this just happened. All these feelings, because I still don't know how to do this. You know, mm-hmm. like, like I'm just telling him everything <laughs> that I'm feeling. And then I tell him my conversation between God, and then he told me it was you. Same thing. The guy just, the dude, the guy starts crying, mm-hmm. you know, and and I'm telling him about Jesus, and then I'm starting to cry. Mm-hmm. And we're like two grown men inside a Mercedes dealership where there's <laughs> pornography and just, just everything you could think around because mm-hmm. that just comes with that territory. That's culture. That's the world, yeah. Yeah. You know, it just comes with that 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 right there. Mm. And so, and we're crying and shop foreman's walking by he's like looking at us like what's going on and he's like never mind you know wow then again again get to talk to him about jesus you know Mm -hmm. ended up leading him to jesus he still calls me this was 18 years ago you know still calls me every once in a while you know and so so this 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 happened for the last year but only at work that's the strangest thing only at work i would leave mercedes i wouldn't get that about anybody else anywhere i went just at work and i know it was god just training me you know training mm-hmm. me you know mm-hmm. because now that i left that place and this happened not not every 120 so this happened to all 120 guys but not everyone did holy spirit say go speak to yeah, yeah, yeah you know i only went when god said go speak to them yeah. you know like like if, if i didn't then i just got to fight for them and yeah. intercede for them and just pray for them almost worship god for what he's doing in their life because he showed me what was struggling but he also showed me what he was doing so I got mm. to worship God for what he was doing in life because I know they weren't worshiping God. But um, And are you saying that basically for the next year, because you would go to work and just make people cry, no one was getting their car fixed? And so the dealership was like, Damon, <laughs> we think there's a bigger call for you. No, oh, actually, oh, no, no. <laughs> actually, the last year like was just so rough, dude. I couldn't talk to anybody outside of work. Like It mm. was so rough because at that same time, they were asking me, hey, why are your hours so low? Yeah. And they knew the answer. I wasn't doing any kind of, um, there's a lot of 
fraudulent work that goes on in dealerships. Yeah. And I just wanted to be honest and make enough to pay my bills. I didn't want to make 150,000 like these guys that were being dishonest. I'm fine with 50,000. That's enough to pay my bills, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so when they, the shop foreman would say, Hey, like, like, why are your hours so low? And I'm like, you know why they're low, you know, like this guy's doing this, I'm doing this, you know, when they found out I wasn't going to do the, the fraudulent work, they stopped sending me work and you only get paid for per every car you work on. You don't get yeah. paid per hour. So mm. that last year I was like, yeah, on, on paper, I made 32 bucks an hour, but my paychecks were like eight bucks an hour, you know, mm. just because like they stopped sending me work and, and yeah. it was just, but, but at the same time, God said, you're not here to fix cars. You're not here to make money. Yeah. You're here for these people. Mm-hmm. So when, when, when I felt that, I'm like, I don't have to worry about making money. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still going to work on cars. <laughs> I'm still working on cars the whole time. But now I'm just in communication yeah. and I'm interceding while I'm working on cars. Because mm -hmm. if I'm not praying for someone else, I'm feeling the attacks that they're going through. You know? And I want to I say something. I don't normally, Damon, write down as many verses. And yes. I've never put these verses down. But let me just help people understand what's going on because I know your, your story is going to get powerful and we have as much time as we need to. So thank you for those who are listening, tuning in. Because it's this simple. God we see creating all. We see Jesus, you know, a picture of him prophesied. We see the New Testament, Jesus leaving to send another. We see in Acts 1.8 that we're told you will receive power. This yeah. is that we're dunamis, dynamite, um, dynamic power. There's some power apparently we all need. You will receive power and the Holy Spirit has come upon you. That's the word epi. It's his presence. He's with us. He's in us. But there's a moment in time when he does manifest his presence. And for those listening, I still believe God can do all those things to this day. And even people that I quote a lot like John MacArthur, they might not say tongues are for today and the rest of it, but they still say God can do whatever he wants to do. So for me... Bible says don't forbid speaking in tongues, so I don't. Bible says pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, so I do. I am the guy that when I go to a very Pentecostal church, even more Pentecostal than probably churches you are in, I'm like, Lord, as long as I'm not doing things that are crazy, barking yeah. like dogs, pushing people over, you <laughs> can speak. I don't believe there's this other spirit on people. I know people get funky, but my point is, Acts 1-8 says you will receive power when the spirit is upon you, and yeah. you will be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We yeah. haven't gone to the end of the earth yet. So that spirit is still present. Yes, it was there, 70 AD, the canon of the Bible's being recorded. He's empowering the disciples to go through literally death, what they faced. But here's the point. The gospel's going to go out. Then the Lord's going to return. It has to go. Matthew 24, 14, this gospel of the kingdom must be proclaimed throughout the world as a testimony to all nations then the end will come. Why am I saying this? Because if I don't interrupt for a second and read some, please, guys, listening, these amazing verses, you tell me if what Damon was just telling us sound like anything we read throughout the pages of Scripture. Because Romans 8.14 says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So we're led to Christ. He seals us and puts the deposit on, but he's not done. He is now leading us. We need him to help and comfort us, to empower. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, there's Christ, and the love of God, there's God, two parts of the Trinity, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So, Damon, I want you to know about God that he made you. 
but I want you to encounter Jesus, the priest who lived, died, resurrected for you, but I want you to fellowship, koinonia, to fellowship, to communion, to walk with the person of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Radical. Well, what does that look like? Listen to this, you guys. I'm going to read a few verses, then we're just going to go freestyle wherever Damon wants. Acts 16, 6 to 7. I'm saying this because these verses, when I studied this years ago, blew my mind. Acts 16, 6 to 7. The apostles went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. They're going. They don't have the canon of Scripture. They have the Old Testament. They've been filled with the Spirit, but they are about to go somewhere, and the Holy Spirit says, no, you're not going. I don't know to this day what happened. There must have been an unction. They must have heard a word. There was something because it's not written in Scripture, but they knew his voice. Acts 20, 22, 23, behold, I am going to Jerusalem constrained by the Spirit, meaning I am assigned, this is my call, this is my car dealership, this is where God's going to minister and move, not knowing what will happen to me where I go, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. How did he know it was the Holy Spirit? This is Paul, you know, who's a scribe, a Pharisee, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, circumcised on the eighth day of the tribe of Benjamin. He knows the Holy Spirit. He could have just quoted scripture, and he did. He gave us the epistles. Acts 8.26. This is Philip the Evangelist. Please, Christians, listen to this. Here he is going. And it says in 8.26, An angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go towards the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And Philip arose and went. And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court office of Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all of her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, seated in his chariot. And he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join his chariot. Mm -hmm. Why is this radical? Because the start of the passage says an angel of the Lord spoke, and the end of the passage says the Spirit of the Lord spoke. So Philip knew the voice of the angel, yeah. and he knew the Spirit's voice. He knew the unction. These are people who walk with Jesus, and I've got to ask myself, do I hear that voice? doesn't mean I'm being crazy, but yeah. do I hear the Lord? Look, I know I'm an evangelist. Why? That's the way God made me, and that's yeah. the way I constantly hear him. And he says this in Acts 15, 28, then we'll jump back in. It has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay hands on you. When they prayed, the Holy Spirit allowed them to hear and understand and minister to them. So what that means to me is... I was just away on the in Texas with a guy who's you know very wealthy, a, a kitty of people who have a business, all these businesses worth close to a billion dollars. I'm told, you know, and this guy bought a bunch of property, built a house on it, built a church in the back, very open to the spirits leading. They yeah. went to Jerusalem, bought all this property to minister. He felt the Lord said, "I want you to start using Jews to reach the Muslims." When you hear him speak wow. as a pastor. They built a church. No one takes salary. They support only those that they've hired, and their goal is to create businesses. So if nonprofits or the government oppose, they have all these resources, and their idea is we want to walk in this 
position and office like a King David or someone. So here's the point. The Lord said to him, I want you to use Jews to reach the Muslims. They go over there, buy up property to help all these struggling orphans and kids and widows doing the Lord's work. They meet a guy and they say, this is what the Lord's told us. And the guy's like, what? The guy says, I'm going to fly you into that region and God's going to speak to you. The guy flies in, coming back, he calls him on the plane. This is crazy because this is biblical. I hope people realize this. We need the Jews to understand the Old Testament in a sense because they hold so much of the tradition. Yes, the word of God speaks, but who they are, they held it for us. Now God wants to use Christians to reach the Jews, and he's going to use Jews and Christians to reach Muslims. So this guy is getting on the flight, and he says, hey, I've been here, what was it, four or five days. Nothing has happened. And the guy says, well, we're just believing the Lord. On the flight back, which is like 40 minutes, he sits in one of the prince's ambassadors. They talk about a business deal. They talk about ministering. They talk about the rest. This is six months ago. That guy now goes around one of these radical Muslim nations that I won't even mention with armed guards. He doesn't need him, but he is going in, opening orphanages, doing it. I'm saying that to say we only sometimes view the Holy Spirit as something we see on YouTube happening in an altar, and we throw out all the rest of the work he does. But I am someone that, like for my son, you should pray, is this girl going to be your wife? Mm -hmm. If you're going to go into a business, pray this is of the Lord. I I could have... Not because of me or because of you, but this is how we believe. So friends, those listening, I'm trying to say this to say, go back and read those verses. Even the most kind of opposed to the Spirit of God people at times still will say the Lord is saying the Spirit is leading. So I say all that to say that's in his life in Texas. I know what God did in mine, but even you being on, how random that I have these verses (laughs) that could better explain what you're saying. God's speaking to you at a car dealership, telling you to go to someone, pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, especially prophecy, which should always line up with God's word and should always encourage people. As you just said, they were led to Jesus. So there's enough scripture. We'll jump in as we need to, but I really want people to hear what you're doing. That was 18, 17, whatever years ago now. How does God begin to use that and motorcycles and culture yeah. and even friends of mine and now crazy murals around LA? Yeah. yeah. So so back at that time, as I'm working on a car, again, just, just praying and just and my prayers sound like thank you, Jesus. You know, mm. that, like if I have nothing to pray for, I'm just thanking God. <laughs> yeah. You know, inside my head. And um and I'm working on a car and I just, I go like that because it's a wrench. And I'm working mm-hmm. on a car and um, and I just felt like God said, you're going to travel the world, you're going to paint murals, and you're going to be on the streets telling people about me. Mm. And I said, I don't know how that's a job, but thank you, Jesus. You know, <laughs> at that time, art and skateboarding were just fun little things I did after work or on the weekends, you know. Yep. Never knew that art could be a job, you know. And from that day that I heard that from God, it took 15 years before mm-hmm. it to happen, yep. you know? But I never lost sight of that. I always knew that this is going to be my future, mm-hmm. you know? And at that same time, that last year of working at Mercedes-Benz where, it was going, where I was going through all that, the last person that I prayed for, the 120th technician, mm-hmm. right when I finished praying for him, he said, you can leave now. And I said, thank you, God, because I wanted to get out of that place. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to get out of that place. Yeah. And so I, I did quit. And actually, I, I actually got um, injured outside of work. 
and playing with my kids at the time and um, got injured outside of work. And I couldn't work for a couple months, fell back in love with painting again mm-hmm. and skateboarding again, and then ended up doing skateboard ministry with you guys, King of Kings Skateboard yeah. Ministry, you know, but always knew that, that I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be painting reels. I'm going to be on the streets talking about Jesus. So <laughs> I did skateboard ministry for a year or two. I don't remember how long. And then, um, and I loved it. It was amazing. I loved it. We went all over the place. I remember park. you saying, I feel like God has spoken this. God has spoken this. And here's yeah. the thing. Paul told Timothy to wage war concerning the prophecy spoken over you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like God's word makes it simple and plain. So yeah. you just knew. And you're talking about 15 years, but I think Joseph's dream took, what, 13 years to come to pass? So God yeah. gave you a couple extra years. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so you did skate ministry, but I remember yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. And guys, yeah. listen, and remember, I'm qualifying this. I'm helping you see. Yeah. real time how god did this in in our brother's life so yeah and i remember at that time because i have a family at home i have at that time i had two kids i have a wife we own a house in orange county in santa Ana, mm-hmm. and um i quit mercedes and i did skateboard ministry which doesn't pay much no and um and <laughs> and um and i was just just seeking god every day probably more out of fear than out of trust you know of like what am i doing you know like what am i supposed to be doing yeah and i just kept hearing i got your job just worship me mm. and try to explain that to to your wife and to your wife's parents you know it's not that easy mm-hmm. you know but god was doing it and he was he was providing that whole time all of our bills they might have been late but they got paid for it, mm-hmm. you know and i was painting again and selling artwork and I was doing okay with selling my artwork, but then at the at the same time of doing skateboard ministry, um, I got offered a job at mm-hmm. Obey and Loser Machine in Dark Seas, and I wasn't even really looking for a job yet. Yep. But I remember saying, "God," I remember God saying, "Like, don't worry about your work. I got a job for you." So when this came up, I was praying. I, I reached out to a couple of my best friends, and I said, "Hey, pray about this." This came up. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what to do, and I'm praying, and I'm like, you know what, God, like. I'm going to take this job. If it's not you, then shut the door. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of instead of waiting on God's voice, I just said, I'm going to take it. If it's not you, shut the door. So you're honoring and, him. That's all you're yeah. doing is saying, we're putting yeah. this on the altar, God. Do what you want to do. Because you weren't yeah. sitting around being lazy. Totally. Don't hear that, people. He wasn't just like, I'm worshiping you in the kitchen, you know, doing nothing. No. You were going no, and doing I, a lot of stuff. I remember you yeah. were active. No, yeah. I was I was out every day, you know, doing stuff. You know, either like... I. My my job to this still to this day at that time is to mm-hmm. be on the streets loving people. That's my job. Mm-hmm. Like my job is to be on the streets, meeting strangers, and speaking life into them. Yeah, you know, tell, speaking about hope and joy and peace, and then I get to talk to them about Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's my job. But God takes me around because of motorcycles and and graffiti and murals. Mm-hmm. That's how I get. That's how I get to travel. <laughs> But my, my job is to be on those streets, you mm-hmm. know, like talking to people. And um, and so I, I just love people. I love yeah. people. And Obey is one of the biggest brands the past 15 years. Yeah. Lose a Machine, my buddy Adrian Lopez, you know, Zero Pro. I went to Vietnam yeah. with years ago. And then Dark Sea. So you're now there. You're thrown in. Here's yeah. another fire pit you could say of like, what's going to happen here? I'm going to totally. face the world. Good. So, so I went in there knowing I was going to start at the bottom. Just because, like, this is my first time in this in in clothing in that mm-hmm. industry, and so like before, like 
it's never about money. It's never about work. It's always about the people there. Mm-hmm. So I took the job, but I knew at the same time, just praying with my friends that there's going to be so much favor there. And we could talk about this for hours because yeah. from, from day one, like the favor was ridiculous, like mm-hmm. ridiculous, Yeah, you know? And then I would just show up to work half hour early and just, just be praying, you know, just be praying over the place, praying over the warehouse, praying over the people I worked with. And God would show me things, you know, he would show me even mm. like just stuff that like, um, I guess I don't see, like, I don't see demons. I don't see angels, but he would show me demons that were in this place, mm-hmm. you know? And I would just go to those places where he just showed me. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, Holy Spirit, I, I would just pray over it and I'd release it. I didn't tell no one. I didn't know anybody there, Adrian a tiny bit, you know, but I didn't know anyone there. Yep. I didn't tell no one knows I'm Christian, you know, no one. Knows, I'm just there for a job mm-hmm. from like day one. People <laughs> would come up to me for people would come up to me and be like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, what are you doing right now? And I'm like, I'm just pulling orders. And they're like, no, like what are you really doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, actually I'm praying, you know, and God shows me things. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, what does he show me? What is he showing you about me? And I'm like, are you serious? Like, like I'm not even saying a thing, you know, why not are, though? Why do we doubt this? Why don't we believe yeah. God is going to do this? You know, so, you're, you're just, right? just having fun with the Lord and he's present. Yeah. 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 And so I just get to pray over them, pray for them. And then, <laughs> next day people are telling me i feel like i'm just making boxes next to this other guy and we're just talking not about god and he says just out of nowhere he says i feel like god sent you to this company for me and i'm like mm-hmm. like this is crazy you know mm-hmm. and what whatever like i ended up like just just i the authority that a christian carries when you step into a room amen dude Atmospheres change. Mm-hmm. People change around me. Not because Damon stepped into Not because you're room. all, I'm judging everyone, sin, sin, sin. That's the Bible. But going yeah. in there, his grace and mercy, he goes totally. before and behind. And you can still be slain and killed and hated, but yeah. You're, yeah. you're trying to prepare a place, Lord, where are you putting me? And you yeah. went out of obedience. Okay. And I go into these places and you see people change right in front of you. Because Holy Spirit, Jesus just walked into this room because he lives inside of me. Not because Damon is here, but because God lives in me. But because you're there. But because you're a priest. But because you're a whole nation set apart. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Atmospheres (laughs) change. And this is everywhere that I go. Because I know who I am in Christ. Anywhere that I go, people get set free. Mm -hmm. Anywhere that Mm -hmm. I go, people come to me and ask me about God. Yeah, and and this this happened because I remember this is this is years this is like I don't know where in in, in the timeline, but I just remember reading the Bible, mm. and Paul's in prison, and after the earthquake, and he's the doors are mm. open, and he doesn't leave, and the the guard's about to kill himself, you know, and he says, and he says, wait, I'm here, what <laughs> must I do to be saved? That's what the guard said, and I'm like, God, like, why has no one ever come to me because of my life without saying a word? Why has mm-hmm. no one ever come to me and say, what must I do to be saved? Like, I want that. Mm-hmm. I want to live a life that that people can see something different and want that God. Mm-hmm. You know, and ever since I started praying that, dude, people come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Other states. I'm, in, I'm at motorcycle shows. Th- thousands of people. People are coming from other states and mm-hmm. finding me because of Instagram. 
they're finding me and they're saying, I didn't care who I met here, but I had to meet you. Can you tell me about your God? And I get to share God with them. And I, and this happens all the time. Like it's, it's not because <laughs> Damon is here. It, it's because I like anywhere that I go, like I don't want to leave my car until. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until I hear, until I feel God's presence, until I hear His voice, mm-hmm. like because, mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. I have to make a difference. Yeah, yeah, and your move with compassion, and yeah. you know, I, I've shared this a bit because I know, guys, listen. I know Damon. He doesn't even talk about this stuff that much. I don't say this to people, but if someone said, should I hire Damon? The first thing, you're one of the <laughs> first five people I would recommend to anyone. Yeah. I don't care if it's it's cook, a cooking business or taking care of dogs or playing chess. Yeah. Hire Damon. He's humble. And I know, <laughs> you know, we've got pride and all the rest of it. But, dude, the guy from Dashboard Confessional, well, yeah. you know, that band, so, Dashboard Confessional. Yeah. I get a call one day from Chris out of the blue. Brian, I feel like God call, told me to call you. This is, yeah. you know what I mean? I, other skaters that I won't say because they might hear this, a yeah, friend yeah, of mine yeah, who's no on worries. the freeway has his arm out the window, not a believer, and yeah. he feels like God says, put your arm in. He, he's never read a Bible. Puts his arm in, and a car comes by and rips the side of his car off, and wow. he, he says, he, I heard, call Brian. Gets out of his yes. car, starts crying on the freeway, calls me. This is just normal. I'm just saying this to help people realize. It sounds like you're saying, oh, man, all this ministry. But, yeah, God is doing all this ministry. So this starts happening. You're over there. And, you know, Shepherd Fairly, guys, is that brand Obey, the big Andre, the giant faces. You're in there like Joseph. You're you're coming up the ranks. You know, you just got in. No Potiphar's wives, thankfully, or no brothers trying to kill you. (laughs) But you're there, and God's providing. And and what happens then? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and so, so I end up moving up really fast, and, and I and false humility. There's people that want this one position, and um, they've been there years, and like that's what I love to do. That one position they wanted. So, like false humility, I was like, I'm not gonna. Even though I hear God saying, "Hey, tell the management where you want to move into this company," and mm-hmm. that company, there's so much just just fighting in the warehouse, or, or like, like. I don't know, like lying about each other or just, just pointing out each other's wrong so that they can move up instead of just working and being honest and moving yeah. up on your own, you know? And so um, I didn't want any of that, you know, I didn't want to deal with any of that. So I just, just, just didn't say anything. But then one of the managers came to me and said, Hey, like, where do you see yourself in the future in this company? And I said, that's weird that you say that. Like, I've been wanting to talk to you, but I see myself here. And he says, you should go talk to one of the owners. So I did. And I said, Hey, like this guy, in this position, which was, I don't even know what you'd call it. They, they, it was like, I call it arts and crafts, you know, yeah. like, like they would just build stuff and, and just That's just everything and nowadays, isn't it? That's just Pinterest yeah, arts yeah. and crafts. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And so I went to the owner and I, I said, Hey, like, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm not looking for you to hire me right now. I don't care if it takes two years, but I just want you to know where I want to be in the future. And he said, Oh, I didn't know we could do this stuff. Like you have a portfolio. I said, I have a website. So he went on it. And and then I told him, I said, I'll just intern. Like, I'm off at three. This guy's off at five. I'll come in and I'll just sweep the shop, you know, and just get it ready for the next day, whatever it takes. And then um, so I did that for one. I interned for one day. And then the next day, the art director went to that same owner and said, hey, we need someone that can build displays, do artwork, custom artwork, and set it up in stores. And the owner's like, 
I just talked to someone yesterday that can do this. He's like, get Damon out of the warehouse, have him build this display, put, put take it to this mall and set it up, and then <laughs> we'll see how it goes. So I went in there the next day. I built it. I took it. I set it up. And from then on, it was my job. Like, I never went back to the warehouse. It was just my job, you know? And yeah. And, and then it was just like, um, I just seen a lot of stuff that they were doing that that was just kind of weird, you know, like just yeah. not print, like getting stuff printed, getting stuff made. And I'm like, I could build all this by hand, paint it all by hand. This was an art-based company. I could do this, save you money, and it'll look cool. But that was just like, that was just a bonus, you know, like that be my position. I like, but was, that's what was, you like to do. It Listen, was what I love to too do. Too many people just say, I've got to go do this, and you should. Yeah. As a dad, yeah. you're meant to provide. If totally. I suddenly couldn't do what I was doing, I'm going to go work wherever. Believe me, yep. I was yep. planning, I'm going to go do some nine to five or start a business, yeah. and then God yeah. began to open doors for me to travel and do all this other kind. I mean, even this podcast where someone said, I feel like you're meant to do this. I'm like, no. Then, you know, yeah. you know, Carrie. Carrie showed up at our door with this microphone and was like, <laughs> I felt like I was meant to give this to you, a $180 microphone. I'm like, wait, yeah. why are you meant to give this to me? She goes, I don't know. And it was within oh, the same great. week. So I guess that's why we're doing a podcast and you're all hearing about Damon. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Life is going to require sweat. That's a part of the curse. Or have escaped it spiritually, but you still want to work hard by the sweat of your brow. What is wrong with saying, Lord, I'm pursuing you first, which I think the scripture says, I'm seeking first your kingdom yeah. and the rest will be added. That's all I'm yeah. seeing in your story. So now you're in this position. And yeah. I you know my buddy as well, obviously, you know, Chad Honeycutt, he does all the same kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, already yeah. just cut my hair this morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing is like, yeah. that's the thing is they would go to Chad and get something made, but now I can make it hmm. for them and save yeah. them a lot of money, you yeah. know? And um, that was just all fun stuff that I love to do. Yeah, but I would I worked for by myself for three years inside this this art department wood shop metal shop, just doing arts and crafts all day. There's yep. lowriders from Adrian Lopez. There's choppers. There's skateboarding and there's graffiti from Obey. Everything that I love, mm-hmm. you know, everything that I love. But this still isn't me traveling, doing murals, talking about Jesus on the streets. But this yeah. is still what I love. But at the same time, like like this was I learned so much there that I needed for what I do now. Mm-hmm. You know. I got to paint murals with with Shepard's team. I got to just learn how to do wheat paste, and I got to learn how to do sign painting. I got to learn how to do so many things, you know, yeah. from that company, which I do now, you know, which I couldn't have done. Or pick that. up the phone and call a million other people that you got in contact with because of yeah. that. Yeah. And for the next 20, 30 years are going to be watching your life or listen to this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even, you know, having Stephen Bancars on the show years ago, a couple of times, the guy who came out of the occult, one of the things I really encouraged him with is, man, you came out of the occult and there's a massive group of people that still know you. Redeem that in this whole time. Like, write the yeah. books, use what you can. Because I still probably today got messages from people who listen to old podcasts or who watch yeah. my old show or did whatever that are just still checking out and they're still going to be watching Damon. So, so God opened that door with all of them, whole new yeah. community. He prepared you. Yeah. How long did you work there for? I was there for five years. Okay. I was there for five years. And I mean, same thing though. Every day I would just go to work. I got to listen to messages. I got to listen to worship. I worked by myself, you know, and I'm just creating all day, hanging out with God all wow. day. And and people would come to my my workshop almost daily and just tell me about what's going on in their life. Tell me about how their marriage was feeling. Tell me about how this and how this Praise and how God. this. 
And not, not every day that I get to talk about Jesus, but every day I got to talk about hope and love and joy, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes I did get to talk about Jesus. And sometimes it was just like, like the same person would come so much mm. where I got to the point where I'm like, I can't help you anymore, but tell you about Jesus Christ and what yeah. he's done for me. Mm-hmm. And I got to share my testimony with them. And this happened, would happen all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was, so, so what, what ended up happening is, um, a buddy of mine, after f- five years of being there, I didn't know, like, I wasn't looking for another job. I loved yeah. being there. You know, yeah. I love, I, I don't love Obey. I don't love Lose the Machine, but I, I love the people there. You know, yeah. like, they don't get any better than the owners of Obey and the owners of Lose the Machine. Those guys are amazing. And you're only and, saying um, that because of what some of the graphics are and the images and yeah, the culture. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't want to see you know, just what they things represent. or pentagrams or yeah. whatever. Yeah, of yeah. course. What they represent, I'm not in love with the companies, but I love the people there, you know. And that's anywhere that you go, if it's not a church, it's the world, you yeah. know. It, it, like, it, it's just, it's it's the world. It doesn't matter if they have a pentagram on their shirt or they don't. It's not for God, so it's it's not, it's it's against it, you know. And, and so Paul didn't make tents only for, only for yeah. believers, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so I loved it. I loved it there. I loved what I was doing um wow how did this happen i'm working there oh i'm at a a sean bulls conference graham cook conference in Mm -hmm. anaheim Mm -hmm. you know and and one of them is they're both really prophetic and one of them just just over the last couple years before that conference i would listen to graham cook a lot you know and and just getting my mindset off of the old man and onto the new man and stop trying to fix the old man. And, and you're like, just see who you are, you know, see who mm. you are and live from that. And so when they were in Anaheim, I went to go see them. I just remember Sean Bull saying, Hey, is there anyone in this room that God's given a promise to? And it's been years and years and years since this happened. Mm. Probably 200 people raised their hand, you know, but I was one of them. Like the first thing I thought of was you're going to be traveling the world, painting murals, talking about in the streets. Mm. And then, um, and then he, he, all he said was, I just want to like, um, bring that up again. That promise. I want to bring that up again. Get it like on your, like, just be praying about it again. He says, but that promise is going to happen in an accelerated time now. Mm. Within three months, I quit my job and I mm-hmm. stepped into that promise 15 years ago after Sean prayed that prayer. So I was at work and one of my, one of my good friends, he called me and he says, Hey, I got this opportunity to paint a mural. And I don't know how to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, so I, I said, yes. He's like, will you help me do it? And I was like, dude, of course, you know, like we could totally do this. Like what they're asking for is really easy. Like we could do this. So then the next day he's in my backyard and I'm teaching him everything I know about spray painting, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we go, I think it was like maybe a month later, we go and we paint this mural yeah. and actually we go in and we create this mural and we go to, to, um, send out the email of what we want to charge for this meal. And me, because of false humility, I don't know who I am in Christ at the time. Like, I, I mean, I know who I am, but as an yeah. artist, as an artist, as yeah, an artist, I yeah. didn't know who I was. You know, like, I'm not Shepherd Fairy, so I can't charge this much, but I don't want to end up, like, working for 10 bucks an hour, you know? Yeah. Like, so, like, like God, I need, I need help with this, you know, both yeah. of us, you know, like, we need help with this. He's a full-time car designer. I'm working over here. And we come to this, our, both of like our first murals on our own. 
And so um, I've done them for a base, but never on my own. So we're trying to figure out what to charge, you know, and and we just prayed. Both of us got a number and um, they were a little bit different. But then after, like, God gave us, like, just randomly a website that 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 Brian felt led to go with there. And it showed how to, like, how to, like, um, press out a mural. And, and so we did, and it ended up coming out to the number that God gave us, which mm-hmm. was like $35,000, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're just like, how do you charge someone $35,000 for a piece of art on their wall, you know? And we were afraid to send that off. And um, we ended up sending it off after like five minutes of not wanting to send it off because we were afraid <laughs> that like if we charge this, we're going to lose this job. We're not going to get it because we're too expensive. <laughs> all, all, just all these dumb thoughts. But within five minutes, they said, no problem. And we're like, dang, that's crazy, you know? We ended up painting the mural in six days, and then they added more. So it ended up coming to like $40,000. Wow. And we split that. And then right then, when when we split the pay, after materials and everything, I don't remember what it was, maybe like 15 each, you know, so like 12 or 15 each for a week of work. Yeah. And I'm just like, God, this is more than I make in three months. Mm. And then I heard God say right then, I heard God say, now you have two months to walk the streets and talk about me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is this is it, God. <laughs> like, this is what you showed me back then, you know? And so, so there was that. And there was one other thing that God was doing in my life at that time where I'm just like, I walked into Obey the next day and losing machine the next day. And like I said, there's choppers, lowriders, skateboarding, graffiti, everything that I love. I walked in there. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing else but like, like, like I tasted what God is doing next, mm-hmm. and I couldn't go back to this. That's a good way to put so, it. Yeah, yeah. And I walked in there, and I'm just like, whoa! Like I still love this stuff, but this is kind of old Damon. Like, mm-hmm. like I just got upgraded, mm-hmm. you know. And this was not where I was anymore. And I was just like. God, I could still work here another five years. I don't have a job. Yeah. I don't have another mural lined up. No, yeah. Like, like, I what do I do? I work until another one comes. But I knew, I knew, I just knew. If mm-hmm. I didn't quit that December, I was disobeying God. Hmm. So I was like, God, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I was like, you have to, you have to show me when to quit, how to quit, because. Yeah. I don't have anything tomorrow. And God should show you that to give you the peace. To own. And praise God for those listening. You didn't hear Damon say, whoa, 15 grand. Let's set up a website and charge a load of people so we could just become really wealthy and store up our treasures. <laughs> yeah. You said, oh, I get to go be on the streets. And of course, yeah. that fluctuates. But it's weird to tell people this. When I became a believer, and you must have heard a million people say, why isn't Brian out there skating, jumping off everything, doing whatever? God wanted me to focus on my marriage. God wanted me to focus yeah. on raising my kids. I remember going to doing Bible school and different things. I'd be like, what are you doing? And it just, just like you said, it just tasted like this is what's new. Even yeah. with jujitsu, guys, you must be tired of me saying this. I was out in Texas this last weekend. Like I said, spoke twice on the Friday, flew in Friday, spoke twice, big skate outreach. As I'm at the outreach, there's a massive jujitsu banner, and I'm like, how is there a jiu-jitsu banner here? I'm a purple belt. You know, I've been doing it for six years. The yeah. jiu-jitsu black belt's right here. 
I introduce myself. I'm hanging out. I start sharing. He's in yeah. tears, crying his eyes out. On, he shows yeah. up to church the next day, brings me a gee. I gave him a load of my marriage books. He gave them out to his gym. When you come back, we need to hang out. We've been connecting online. But I'm saying it was like the way you just put it makes the most sense to me. It was like, Lord, if you really want me to step into this realm, I will. And God yeah. has opened these crazy doors with the jiu-jitsu community where these top it. guys are like, asking me to share in their gym which no one's going to tell them no if, if professor says so so anyway yeah. you just felt you did this mural and you know what yeah. it must have been the week leading up to that conference or the week after because i remember you telling me i just heard this or you were going and i remember we you know what i think we gave you a lot of our, our old wood floor we've got cement on our floor and i gave you all the old wood floor and you put it oh, in yeah, the yeah, yeah, room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was what you came over yeah. for that time so you heard that at the conference you were encouraged you did the mural yeah. how did yeah. you quit and what and guys i just hope those oh. listening are hearing go and listen for the lord don't sit on yeah. the couch doing nothing yeah. seek his kingdom damon isn't like i'm just coasting until god gives no. me 15 grand for painting <laughs> you are intentionally pursuing the kingdom your yeah. gift will make room for you so yeah, yeah. so and this and and also the opposite don't do anything until you hear from god mm -hmm. you know like like i i'm not gonna quit unless i know god says okay go ahead and quit you know yeah so that's why i'm praying that i know i'm supposed to quit i don't know how so i'm like god you have to show me you yeah. have to show me how and when, because I don't know what to do. And I didn't even tell Michelle, my wife, I was praying that, you know. And um, and the <laughs> next day, the next day I'm at work, just working, you know, still thinking about and praying about this. But the next day I'm at work and Michelle sends me a text message and says, I feel like we're supposed to work in your resignation letter tonight. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? To like, write your resignation letter? Yeah. And I'm like, I just prayed this yesterday. God, you have to show me how and when. And he shows my wife instead of me, which is a hundred times better. And I don't have to tell my wife I'm quitting my job. Like, but did she like go and deposit the check? Was she the one who deposited the check? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm kidding. Probably. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate so those who here realize this is not yeah. what it's about, guys. No, There's a lot yeah, of things no. we could be doing, people we could be calling brilliant minds in the world to go and build some kingdoms. I mean, we're in our 40s. You've yeah. got a great another 10, 15-year run of just establishing presence in the community, you know, yeah. make some money. But no, so she says you should you should send in, write your yeah. resignation, and you're like, and so, what? <laughs> so, so my first was like, like, I was just blown away. And then my second thought was like, God, what did you show my wife hmm. to tell me to quit my job knowing that now we don't have a paycheck anymore? You That's know, good. and again, now we have three kids and a big house in Orange County. Mm -hmm. And um, I get home and I just asked her, I was like, what did God show you? You know, like, and, and it was a Bill Johnson message hmm. that she just randomly listened to. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, because that was one of my favorite messages that I've probably listened to 15 times mm -hmm. and I never heard what she heard, you know? And, and for, like, for me, like, I have to listen to something so many times for it to start making sense and for it to like start happening. And I have to, I have to listen to the Bible. I have to read the Bible mm. so many times for it to start like changing me. You know, it doesn't mm -hmm. happen overnight. I can't listen to my pastor on Sunday and start, like bringing that into my my walk like the next day like i have to hear it so many times before yeah. like 
I start seeing it happen. You know, so I'm in the word all day. I'm listening to it. If it's like the Bible, I'm reading it. And because like, I'll listen to people like whoever I'm listening to that I'm loving it. I have to stop halfway through their messages because I'm like, God, I need what they have. And I know it comes from the Bible. And then I just go to the Bible, you know, Mm -hmm. and even if I'm not understanding what I'm reading, I know that it's going into my heart. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I I know that as I'm reading this and I'm not getting it, by the time I get to verse five, I forgot verse one. I'm not going to let that stop me because it doesn't matter if I get it here as long as it's getting here. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just going to be in it. You trust it. You believe it. it. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to be listening to it. I'm going to listen mm. to messages. I'm going to listen to messages, but it takes years from me before I yeah. start seeing it, yep. you know? And so this doesn't happen overnight for me. Everything that God's doing in my life, it takes like surrendering daily mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and being in his word and being in these messages and listening because I don't want to listen to anything that's not that that's not like like yeah better finer it's not God like everything that like and uh, gosh I don't I don't like I'm not crazy I'm yeah. not like just like in my house listening and praying I'm in the world daily I'm on these streets skateboarding yeah but I'm in communication with Jesus and I'm and I'm listening to the word, and I'm not, when I'm when I'm praying for people, my eyes are open, and I'm just speaking to them because I don't want them to think I'm this weirdo. I'm not mm. shaking. I'm not flopping yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't. You can have the gifts of God and be normal. Yeah, you can. Well, even you know, what you're saying, because how much does Bethel get attacked, and there's things that they've said from the stage, and they become controversial, and the rest. Yeah. But for you, who's grounded, I mean, you're around a lot of Calvary chapels, you're around a lot of yeah. solid believers. You're saying. You're hearing the faith teaching. You're hearing what's there. And that's like everything. You've got to take everything, bring it home. It might not agree with everything everyone says, but for you, again, I feel like you're the kind of family. If I was going on a mission trip and you guys went, I'd be like, okay, this is a no-brainer. We were at that event in Texas, and it's funny. I was thinking about this when we were preparing. The guy from the pizza place was next to the big skate park. And so he just, it's called like Grace Pizza. And so he had, you know, struggled with drugs his whole life, came to faith, started a business. And there's this whole table. And we could have sat anywhere. He goes, I'm going to put you in this back room. So he puts us in there. And there's one kid that was just in the pizza place. The two of the skaters just brought it. And I go, okay, well, he's meant to be here. He's meant to be here. He's meant to be here. They're meant to be here. This kid isn't meant to be here. So why is he meant to be here? You know what I mean? And so as we're sitting there praying, I mean, as we're sitting there just eating and hanging out, we're all dead from so much ministry. And this kid at the end says, Brian, will you pray for me? So I know some of the guys in the room who literally had been out in the streets that day praying. And I know that pastor that I talked about sends people to the Middle East. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go to Israel with him next year. And he literally... I know as I start praying, I'm going to invite and start, but I know someone else here is going to be specifically listening to the Lord, and we've got to know that about the body. There are people who are going to be more prophetic. There are people who are going to know how to stay in their lane or not. You can hear me as you're talking. I'm qualifying and teaching and structuring it like I look at the Bible, not to put them in a box, but as we're there praying, I'm praying, and right away the pastor begins to say things over him about when he was young and his life and freedom and victory. This guy prays, this guy prays. So all of that's happening. You do your mural. What did God show Michelle? Just just something different out of of the sermon or what? I I don't even remember the exact thing. Like (laughs) what he showed her made no sense to me. And I'm like, you got that from that? (laughs) You know, and whatever. Anyways, I quit my job. That was 
four years ago. First year was financially like I don't know how we did it. I think、yeah. we made thirty five thousand dollars the first year,、hmm. and I remember doing our taxes, and our tax guys like, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you have this many bills and you made this much money, and but everything's fine. Like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we did nothing shady. Like, like he's like, how do I explain this? I'm like, God. Like I'm like God's the only explanation. He's like, "All right, you know." You didn't catch any fish and pull some coins out, no, <laughs> no, no. And so, anyways, but after that, now it's like, like, dude, I've never made as much as I'm making right now,、hmm. and and I get to go to schools all over the place, and I get to talk to kids, and I get to talk to colleges, and I get to talk to. Just, I love the youth. I mean, schools will invite me to come speak to their assemblies, which is five thousand kids, and they're like, just, just share with them. Your like, art, your craft,、yeah. your life, your experience—you know—and I get、I'm, to talk about hope and their future and their dreams. Yeah, yeah. Because this is what God's done in my life, you know. Like, like, and so I just get to get to share, like, like. But whatever they look up, Damon, they look up this podcast. It's all about Jesus. Yeah. They look at、yeah. your life. They look at your Instagram.、Yeah. They look at you.、Yeah. They engage you off what you can say. Yeah, you're looking at as it's a platform. It's there. But how did? Did that one mural get the word out, or how did God use that? You know, for people to see how God multiplies in that sense. That was an old hotel. Yeah, that was known for prostitution and drugs.、Hmm. An amazing company came in and rebuilt it and made it permanent housing for formerly homeless.、Mm-hmm. And so we got to paint the outside of it and just dignify the people that were living inside. We painted twenty foot portraits of people that lived inside the building. Yeah, we painted the stories around it, and and. And I mean, a lot of what my family does, and a lot of what Brian and his family does, yeah, it be, it's because of Brian that we, my family, sees the homeless the way we do now, and it's just like they're just like it,、mm. it's like man, we we just on the streets with them, just loving them, you、mm. know, and and so we got to we got known for the people that paint、um, homeless shelters. Yeah, whenever a new shelter came up, they would call us to come paint it, you know, because you can call any artist, but that artist better love the homeless the way we do. You know, like, be, like,、yeah. like we're gonna go in there and see them different, and we're gonna, like, we paint the future of them, not、mm. the not the homeless person that you see, but we see them through God's eyes, and that's the person we paint. And when you look at the picture, it reflects that. You know, it's almost a and, vision for prophetically what you're yeah, believing for. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what every mural that I paint. It's not just another mural. It's not just artwork. Yeah, like I'll spend weeks praying about this thing. I'll spend、mm-hmm. in the in the word, worshiping, praying. For the person that I'm gonna paint for, yeah, you know, just, just, just whatever it is, and then when I go and paint it on the wall, I'm listening to messages, I'm listening to worship out loud, you、yeah. know, like not just in my ears. So I, I, I get to paint like these are the ones I don't put on Instagram, yeah, but I, I get to paint like smoke shops and these places, and they're letting me put crosses on their walls, they're letting me paint whatever. And then at the same time, I'm there. I'm listening to worship. I'm listening to Bible messages,、mm-hmm. and out loud on the speaker. And then at the end, I get to pray for these people. <laughs> and and it's just like 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 all this like dude, this is where I belong. Yeah, I belong yeah. in these places. I go to I go like anywhere that I paint. Like just God just shows me things for them.、Mm. And and if it's not encouraging, I'm never going to share it. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna just love on them and just. Yeah. But but I get to pray for them. I get to pray for,、uh, like, it doesn't matter who it is. Like the last person was, I mean, they had Buddhist statues everywhere, 
everywhere, you know? Yeah. And they asked for a certain painting, and I painted it. But again, worship and prayer, I put it on their wall, and I got to tell them what that painting meant, how it represented God and how it represented the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I got to pray for them mm. in Jesus' name. Yeah. You know, and and and, and I, I get to pray for Muslims, for, for Buddhists. It doesn't matter anywhere that I go. Like, this is like, like God just allows me information about them so I can just mm. love on them, you know? And, and I mean, I, dude, I don't know. I, I could tell you so many stories. So <laughs> well, many the stories. Bible says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And automatically yeah. we think prophecy saying something relevant. Yes, but whenever you are testifying yeah. to who he is, salt and light, it is prophetic, and there's a yeah. Holy Spirit at work. The Word can be shared. I mean, you were there in purpose. And the Bible says we're living epistles read by all men. So when yeah. I'm on a flight or when I'm doing something, even today getting my hair cut, when I left, I know already told that person, oh, that's my pastor. That's one of my pastors. And I know they probably began a, a conversation as a hairdresser witnessing <laughs> to hair. You yeah. know what I mean? So I guess I'm saying all that to say to people, you know, whatever it is that you love to do, make sure that that isn't first and foremost an idol. Like skateboarding could have remained an idol for me, or yeah. jujitsu could become an idol, or podcasting. You know, a lot of Christians have ministries now just attacking other ministries, and that becomes their ministry because it's relevant. Or those who've got rid of their faith now write books to destroy other people's faith, and that becomes yeah. like a, a relevance. What you're saying is just, this is what you love to do. You yeah. listened into the Lord, and I have no doubt if God told you today, Damon, get rid of all those spray cans. I don't want you going yeah. either another motorcycle. So this is all happening. You're riding murals, but didn't you create a bike and, and make a bike that won like yeah. a competition in Japan? And I know yeah. we can go on for six hours, but tell us a bit Man. about that a little bit too. There was, there, was like, there was like five big things that happened to me three years ago in that December where, where God was breaking off false humility because I'm just like, like, whoa, why would they use my artwork in that commercial? Like, I'm just this nobody from Santa Ana. Yeah. Like, why would that, like, what? Like, I just remember, like, and I remember on the fifth time when it was like, a, it was just like five big things happened this month where I just kept saying, like, I'm just nobody in Santa Ana. And I just remember on the fifth time God, I said that God stopped me. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I think God's trying to show me I'm somebody, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm not nobody <laughs> in Santa Ana, you know, like, and so like this bike, me and my dad built in my garage, you know, like it's, it got invited to like one of the biggest shows in Japan mm -hmm. and one of the biggest shows in the world. Yeah. And this is a company because I love cars. It's like, it's what I've known since I was four years old. Yeah. You know, 60s and 50s, custom, low riders, whatever. I love them all. And this is the company. I mean, I have a tattoo of the company, you know, yeah. like this is a company that, that I love. And I just remember um, being at this bike show and this is the crazy part is there's 50 builders from all over the world that build a bike for the show. And the owner of that company takes five of the best bikes and sends them to Japan. Mm -hmm. And he goes to other shows and does that too. He takes the best low riders and the best bikes and he sends them to Japan. And he picked four bikes from that show. And then he picked my bike, which was like not even part of the show, you know? Crazy. And I remember when he came to me after, he's just like, hey, Damon. And I turned around and it was the owner. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he knows my name. Like that was yeah. enough already good enough. Yeah, like, yeah. This is a company I love since I was five or six, you know? <laughs> and um, and he's just like, hey, I want to send your bike to Japan. I'm like, are you kidding me? Hmm. You know, and, and it didn't like really hit me until I was in Japan. My whole family went. 
it was just it was just an amazing trip. This is another rad thing about God is I remember when I got invited, my wife's like, I'm going with you. And then the kids are like, we're going with you. And so we're just like, how do we do this? You know? Mm -hmm. And so I remember I was just saving money however I can and trying to work and do as much as I can to save money for this trip. And everything that I did, and I was working so much, and everything that I did barely paid our bills. And I'm like, I don't understand what is happening right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm doing all this extra stuff, and we can't save extra money. And I worked for, like, months trying to save money. Mm. And then um, that was me trying to do it without asking God. You know, I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do this. And we do so many things without asking God first. Yeah. And we try to make this and this and this happen. And instead of coming to God first and seeing what he wants us to do, mm -hmm. you know, and ended up painting a mural and I got like 10,000 right before we went. And that mm -hmm. paid for like, like we've never, we've been married. I think I said like 20 years. We've been, we've never had money in the bank. Like if we wanted to go get dinner. Like it was just like we always ate, all of our bills got paid. We're we're and we're totally fine, totally fine. Mm. But we just never had money, and that's okay, you know. Mm. And this was the first time like our family ever got to go anywhere, and never had to think about money, that's you know. Crazy. And and yeah, it was just yeah. like it was just like God's like here you go, like right as we're mm. leaving, He's like here you go. Where I'm trying to work and save, and I couldn't do it, and. Again, Bill Johnson, he calls it um, practical atheism because I tried to do this without even asking God. Yeah, you're not stepping into the promises and trusting. And, you know, yeah. I need people just to think about that for a moment because I have this false humility of just like, well, whatever. And and that's one of the things that, you know, my friend Jason, that pastor, you know, from the Middle mm -hmm. East and that who sends people over there, he's a business guy and he says, Brian, First Timothy 6, and people having money, there's an office. I get, obviously, the apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. Yeah. But he says, David operated as a king. And he says, it's not that they wanted money. I mean, they retired in, like, their 30s. You know what I mean? They, they could do whatever with it. But they just put money into all kinds of ministry. And he goes, when you go over to the Middle East and you're someone that comes in to bring business, to bring ideas, to bring all this stuff, yeah. you get to sit with princes and kings. Totally. You get to witness to them. And he goes, is God not going to use that? And he was saying to me, you know, because I'm someone that raises full-time support, I would do whatever God told me. And he's like, you know, what things have you almost disqualified yourself from because you've come in agreement with things that you believe about yourself that aren't of God? Like, yeah. I never yeah. pictured being a lead pastor. So if I ever was... God had better speak to me, you know, my wife, the kids, the three cats and the two dogs probably for me, <laughs> you know, but I'm saying the certain things yeah. I hear God on. And you saying I'm, I'm somebody. Someone was praying over someone at our church this, this few weeks ago, and he just said something simple. He said, you know, I want you to know that, that God wants you to know that he likes you. Yeah. And that's hard to receive sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because God is the holy of holies, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He's everything. And it's true to have that reverence and awestruck wonder. You think about Isaiah, but he's our dad. And, and yeah. he created Damon. You know, yeah. the first thing God revealed about himself was that he was a creator. In the beginning, God created. Didn't mm -hmm. say in the beginning, God is going to judge. He is. In the beginning, yeah. man sinned. He did. In the beginning, God created. So I look at it as God is using your gifts and your talents yeah. and what you're doing. And, and look at this faith journey. And it sounds to me like you have a very prophetic just walk 
You know what I mean? I will pray for people at the end of service. I believe, Lord, show me if I need to. I felt like words for my kids. I felt like words for my wife. My wife wakes up a lot of times and feels like God gives her dreams. And she's very introvert, you know? Someone was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what do you think? And I think her taking care of her mom, who recently just passed, I think God is going to use how she'd served her mom for two years, hours yeah. a day doing everything. Yeah. I think he's going to use that in this next season. So so now then, you're painting all these murals. God's doing what yeah. he's doing. I was looking at your phone while you were talking a minute ago just to even put up, you know, there's one of the murals you did. He yeah. is risen on a yeah. wall. And obviously, it's it's Zhao Wan. You know, that's your page right here. Yeah. So how can people follow you and get a hold of what you're doing and connect as well? Just And then we can jump into yeah, whatever. I, I, everything comes through Instagram for me. And I have a website, zaoone.com, Z-A-O-O-N-E. Yep. And then my Instagram, though, is is how I get 90% of my business and how, mm-hmm. I, how, how I talk to people. You know, people message yeah. me. But Z-A-O-O-N-E, and that's the Instagram one. Yeah. Yeah, that's some amazing murals I'm showing just on the YouTube and stuff. And I mean, it's art, you know, it's beautiful. So, yeah. and I'm the guy who's like, you know, connect with people, encourage them and all the rest, go message you. I mean, life's crazy. I love when people message, man, that episode spoke or whatever. Yeah. So anything else then just, you know, cause I know we've been going for a while, but. Dude, there's so much going on, you know, just, just right now. I think the biggest thing that God's teaching me right now is, is just, to honor people, mm-hmm. you know, just to honor people and, and purity. And I just see God just do those, those two things of honoring people and purity. I see God just, people are coming to Jesus. People are being set free and people are being healed, physically healed. Amen. Mm-hmm. And it's not me. And I'm not saying I'm this big prophetic guy, you know, I'm just, I'm just listening to God's voice. And, and I mm-hmm. think like, like, I just want people to, to take risks. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to know what God's voice sounds like, of course, it's the Bible. That's him mm-hmm. speaking to us. Yeah. But when it's in your head, if you want to know what his voice sounds like, just whatever that, whatever, whatever it is that 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 you're hearing, if it's if it's to go pray for that person, mm-hmm. that's probably God. Yeah. You know, and go do it and see what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and just take the risk. Say yes. Yeah. Say yes to God, and the next thing that he asks you to do, and yeah. take a risk and, and see what out. he does. See what well, he, he does, says. You know? These signs will follow those who believe. James five says that the elders of the church lay on hands and they will be yeah. healed. Why at times won't people be healed? Because God has got to take people at certain times. There's yeah. things, you know. My wife's mom, we could pray for her, but she's not going to be three hundred years old. Lazarus is not alive today. The yeah. wages of sin is death, and we've escaped it spiritually. But our bodies, I'm guessing you and me are going to go be with the Lord. You know, in the next eighty years. I mean, we're forty. Yeah. Unless, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I do think he's returning in my lifetime, and I, I don't mind so. saying that. It looks radical, so. but I live yeah. as though he's not. I live as though yeah. he is, but yeah. without the concern, yeah. hey, Lord, when yeah. it's your time. So all of that. And then it was just, would you mind just praying for us and anyone else? And, yeah. and guys, I want you to know, you hear it so much in these episodes, but I don't know who this was shared with, who is into art, who is going through craziness, who whatever. But Damon and I are standing here, even through Zoom, redeeming this because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because we're both sinners, we're both due judgment, we're both due to die. And when we get before the Lord, we want that free gift of eternal life and forgiveness that we receive in this life. Damon is talking about a living relationship with the living God, that Jewish carpenter who 2,000 years ago walked the earth because God so loved it, and it begins 
with you hearing his voice. Not so your life's better. Not so that you can make, praise God that you make great money through doing this. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Or that yeah. I have a, a laptop that I can I can use to, you know, we, we can go yeah. into anything, you know, having an iPhone. What is wealth? But uh -huh. praise God that he died for us, resurrected, and we have that free gift yeah. now. But yeah. For those listening, have you repented? Is your faith in him? Have you encountered the person of the Holy Spirit? Do you know who Jesus is and God the Father? So would you just mind praying for whatever or yeah. whatever the Lord puts on your heart? Yeah. yeah. And and before I pray, I just want to say, like, I think Ryan and I talked about this before the podcast is, is skateboarding and art and working on cars. Hmm. Is I remember that at four years old, and I'm 43 years old now, and this is what I do for, for work. You know, hmm. so you're so, – so, there's something that you love to do. Yeah. It might not be skateboarding. It might not be art. It might not be graffiti. It might be cooking. It might be taking photos. It might be something business related. Yeah. And you might not be doing that right now, but you're not stuck. You're not mm -hmm. stuck. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and just, just keep believing for it and trusting God and the promises that he's spoken over you. We have promises that are spoken over us. Mm -hmm. Don't forget them. Look in the Bible. There's so many promises spoken over us. Amen. And just, just, just know those are for you. You know, mm -hmm. and, and again, so you're not stuck. You just, yeah, let me pray. God, mm -hmm. I just thank, thank you. you Lord. I thank you, Jesus, just for you, God. Yes, Lord. God, we're so grateful of just your, your grace and your mercy and your love. Father God, for sending your son, Jesus, yes, for dying Jesus. on the cross and rising again. Holy Spirit, for living in us and comforting us and, yes, and always pointing us to Jesus. I thank you, God, for that. And I just pray over everyone listening, everyone yes, watching, Jesus. God, that your voice becomes so real to them that they know the difference between the enemy's voice and your voice, God. And, and I pray for a hunger to be in the private, secret place with you, God. I pray for a hunger over every person listening for the Bible, Jesus, for your word, for your truth, and just to worship you, God, and to not care what that looks like. I see people dancing, worshiping God. I pray for the dancers to dance for his glory. Yes, I Lord. skateboard. I paint. Everything I do is for his glory. Do it for his glory. Yes, Lord. God, we just thank you. Yes, just that, that, that you're a God that, that, that does want us to be filled with joy and peace and love. Yes, and God, if there's anything that, that, that's holding people back from just the fruits of the Spirit, mm. God, just break it off of them as they're listening right now. God, I pray for people to be set free and healed, and I pray for salvation. Yes, and I thank you that it can come through a podcast, God. Yes, God, you're, you're, you're just amazing. Yes, and Jesus. you blow us away, and we are so in love with you, God. We are so in love with you. Mm. Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We worship you. We love you. Yes, God. And God, I just, just again, I just lift up everyone listening. Yes, God. I pray for just, God, your, your, your presence, your peace, your joy, your love, your truth to just, just fall on them, God. God, any lies that are spoken over them to be broken off, God. Let them just see who they are in you, God. Let them see themselves the way you see them, God, and live from victory and not defeat, God. And anyone that's feeling just, just, just suicidal thoughts, just overwhelmed, stressed, Fear, all that yes, crap. God, God, just break that off of them right now. Yes, Your perfect God. love over them, God. Mm. You were so loved. Anyone watching this, you are so loved. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And you are so worthy. And you were worth so much that Jesus would come down for you to pay mm. the price for you. 
You are worth so much. Stop believing the lies Hmm. that you don't matter, that you're unseen, unloved. These are lies. Stop believing these lies. You are so loved. That Jesus, creator, who spoke everything into existence would pay the price for you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, God, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for again for you. I thank you for saving us. I thank you yes, for your God. grace and your mercy. God, we are so in love with you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. 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 Well, guys, I'm so thankful, Damon, that you got to come on and share and unpack. Yes. I'm sure we we'll have to do a part two eventually because of all the rest of the, the stuff God's going to do in your life yeah. and, and through whatever we're encountering. You know, thank yeah. you, Holy Spirit. But, guys, it's Given Tuesday. It'll be passed by the time this gets out. Thank you for those who <laughs> partner, who believe, who help me do what I'm doing. It does not go unseen and unnoticed. I'm praying for you. Thank you for partnering with the ministry I'm doing. And BrianSumner.net for more. Go over and catch up with what Damon is doing on his website, all the rest of yeah. it. But Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 1.18 that the message of the cross is foolishness to those that are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it's the power of God. Yes. Whether it was thousands of years ago, today, tomorrow, wherever, we are living by the grace, mercy, and the power of God. So guys, hear the good news. Put your faith in him. And as Damon said, hear his voice. Release the things of this world. And Christians, stop carrying so many burdens. Do not be anxious. Lay aside the weight. Walk in the faith of God. Yes, people pass. Yes, there is suffering. Yes, this world is as crazy as it's ever been my whole life. (laughs) But whether it's fear of a vaccine or fear of some group or fear of who's in charge, we need to trust in him alone because he is the only victory. So we love you guys. Love you, brother. God bless you all. Amen. Yes. (laughs) Love you, man.